if he took you back and you were sober, you were wondering your ability to be intimate and like be with a guy. The second one, he did not gross me out. He's very attractive. Okay. I was just, it very much scared me. It was almost like I've, I had never done it before. Scares you because of like lack of skills, like lack of ability, like not like skills, but like, were you like, oh, I'm, am, am I going to be good enough in bed? Like, is that no. what we're saying? Or is it like, I don't want to touch him? No. <laughs> she thought she was going to suck. She's scared. I'm actually a virgin. I've laughed the entire time. I've never touched a boy in my entire life. We're your besties in your ear. Back for another episode of Mean Girl Pod. Wow. Welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. Alex, how are you? Great. I just had this like sudden inkling to tell everyone to watch on YouTube right right out of the gates so we don't say it at the end. So like, they can see your orange hands and your shaky fingies. Why <laughs> fingies? Can we not? Because <laughs> I always called them toesies and fingies when I was a kid. Wait, what did you call? What did you call? Um, like if you had to go pee or like poop, what did you call that? Um, I gotta go potty or I gotta go pee? Like when I was younger? Yeah, no, right now. <laughs> dookie and potty. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Not dookie. You used to say I have to go dookie. Oh my god, I. Like a dookie. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. And then I would sit on the toilet for an hour with my coloring book and I'd write stories. That doesn't. What, what did you call like your like private parts? Sorry. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think I just called it my private parts. What did you call <laughs> I don't remember. Um, no, I would literally, like, my mom would be like, Jordan, it's time to get out of the toilet. Like, you're going to have your butt go numb. Like, let's get off of the toilet. But it's my happy place. I'd, like, draw pictures. I'd write stories. <laughs> the toilet was your happy place? Yeah. Why? I think it was just because I was alone and it was quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it was confined. Tracy'd have to come get you and be like, time's up. She would literally be like, Jordan. But an hour. Your butt's going to go numb. Like, let's get out of the toilet. That's so funny. And I would come out with, like, pages, and I'd be like, here you go. And my dad like, we don't want to touch that. Yeah, gross. Did you wash your hands when you were little? I'm sure I did because I, I was forced. Because you know how, like, your parents would help you in the bathroom when you were really young? Mm-hmm. I'm sure they'd be like, wash your hands. But then I made the conscious decision to stop washing my hands, I think, when I was in college. Was it college for you? I don't know. That's the, that's when I remember it because one of my good friends from college also doesn't wash her hands. And it was like how we had that bonding experience. She, one day I was like, I- I'm, I'm just not going to wash them. She was like, I'm not either. I don't <laughs> wash my hands. So And that was college for me. I don't really trust people that wash their hands because... Well, one, I don't think it does anything no. to actually wash. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything to actually wash them. I do wash if I they go number two. They didn't used to wash them back in like the back way back in the day when they didn't have and you would go to the bathroom around the outhouse. Nobody washed their hands then and there was less diseases. Well, Alex, have you ever gotten COVID? Once. Oh, I've never gotten COVID and I don't wash my hands. I've never even been like sick. Yeah, same. You just said that. You- <laughs> no, no, I've gotten sick a lot in New York, but that's because of our, like, when we travel, I get sick. Do you know what I think is the craziest thing you can do? Go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and wash your hands. For what? You know what's weird? I wash my hands sometimes, and then I go to the bathroom. <laughs> it's like absurd to wash. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. There's no point in washing. In the middle of the night, I think if you wash your hands and, like, get them wet and then get back in bed, like, what are you? No. You're fine. I sometimes, like, when my roommates tell them I'll have to, like, turn the water on. I do all the time. Because I'm like, I don't want them to think I'm, like, disgusting. I'll, like, text. I'll, like, turn the water on and, like, take a text break. <laughs> no, and be literally, like, I'm like, uh-huh. In uh, the airplanes, I'm always like. When, when you're at work and someone that you know goes into the cell, you're like, well, I guess I'll fake washing my hands now. We're always in the bathroom with Kate and I'm always like, 
<laughs> but why not just do it if you're going to pretend? I don't want to. I don't. Like, I don't like being the- wet. You also don't shower. That's why I hate being wet. <laughs> I don't want to. I want to live by the ocean, but I don't want to get in the ocean. I want to see it. I want to. I want to be by a pool. I don't want to get in the pool. I hate water. You know what's interesting? You're kind of like a cat. I hate cats. But cats hate water. Okay, I just meow. But you know what's weird? You so we have very dry hands, but we don't wash our hands. You would think we overwash our hands. I know. Doesn't make any sense. Weird. Nothing makes sense. The only times I wash my hands are when I'm doing my makeup because I hate like having makeup on my hands. But other than that, there's no hand washing between 10 a.m. and probably like 7 p.m. If I took the subway home and like touched the railing or if I touched the escalator thing, I'll throw some. I think hand sanitizer is far more mm. effective, but I'm not. Yeah. 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 Or like, you know, how sometimes when you do touch a lot of things, your hands get like grimy and you can like feel it. I will wash my hands <laughs> that's, after that. That's I mean, yeah. Other than that, I don't wash them. Barrier entry. <laughs> um, Pink Whitney. Yes, I was going to say. <laughs> this episode, every episode of this podcast is presented by the one and only Pink Whitney. Shoot your shot. YouTube, Jordan's showing you a bottle of the beautiful Pink Whitney bottle. I, they also made like the large one, which I love. Did that just get bigger? It did. Did you see that? The handle. Yes, oh, the handle. Yeah, yeah. So now there's handle. So head to your local liquor store today, buy some Pink Whitney, or you and all your friends go to your local bar and order Pink Whitney and shoot your shot. You know what we should have people do? Make a Pink Whitney St. Patrick's Day drink and send it to us Love. so we can find our best. Because I know St. Patrick's Day is green, but I'm sure they could find some way to make it really cute. Totally. I think that'd be fun. I think that's adorable. They could send you drink um, option idea. Idea, option ideas. Drink recipe ideas. For St. Patrick's Day with Pink Whitney. Okay. If somebody can turn Pink Whitney green, let me know. All right. So we have something super exciting happening with Pink Whitney. We have an awesome giveaway called Spring Action Sweeps. And this is how it works. So one lucky winner will receive an epic South Beach, Florida springcation for them and three friends. Twelve secondary prize winners will receive a home staycation prize packs from the Pink Whitney team. So... Overall, everyone's a winner here. The grand prize winner will stay in an Airbnb house tricked out in Pink Whitney style. They'll take a day-long cruise around the South Beach Harbor and receive a chauffeured ride for the night. Okay, I want to go to this. This sounds so sick. And all they have to do is show up ready to paint the town pink. So to win, all you need to do is enter your contact info, show off a photo of your ultimate springcation, and describe your... Uh, and describe your ideal spring getaway. Enter before April 25th and enter by going to pinkwhitney.com today. So you guys take the pictures, go on that springcation and make Alex and Alana and I jealous because I want to join you guys. Let's talk about late bloomers. Yes. So because of the Haley and Selena thing. Well, we were talking about the Haley and Selena thing. Mm-hmm. Which Alex didn't know anything about, by the way. I live under a rock. <laughs> Yesterday. I haven't seen Dumb and Dumber. Yes. What? I've never seen Dumb and Dumber. Have you seen Step Brothers? I've seen Step Brothers. I haven't seen Dumb and Dumber, The Titanic, The Notebook, and there's one other. Oh, there's a lot more. A lot. Okay. But when you get on bed rest, <laughs> you're watching all those movies. I don't think I'll like Dumb and Dumber, though, because it's so old. Like, I don't like things that are filmed on old screens. <laughs> like, our old, like... <laughs> it's only, like, 95, maybe? Yeah, I was like, like, oh. How long ago? Not that oh. old. I thought it was, like, the 80s. Let's look it up. Like, the Titanic for me is like... Wait, you know what I've always wanted? A fact checker. 94. Like what Alana just did? 
Like in life? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's so you cool. You have one. When you listen to, no, when you like listen, when you're on, like Joe Rogan, like will say something and then like his guy would be like, let me fact check. And then they'll like spit it out immediately. Right. That's cool. I'm like, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Wait, that were you born cool. in 93? Mm-hmm. Six. 96. Okay. Five? Yeah. And there's Dumb Dumber 2, which was made in, no. I mean. <laughs> they made two? Yeah. Different, <laughs> different characters, like fully different characters oh or sorry not different characters different actors playing the characters it's a prequel to mm. their life and i think that was in the early 2000s did people like that it was funny but you can't like dumb and number is an iconic movie you can't ever do better than that okay all right i'll um this came up this weekend i it looks like dumb and number two is also jim carrey and jeff daniels so <laughs> What? Fact checker. Yeah. Fact checker. <laughs> fact checker. <laughs> no, it's not. It looks like it. You would also be the worst person to have a fact checker because they'd be like, sorry to interrupt for the 98th time. <laughs> Wait, I fully thought that when I was watching. Oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, when was that made? Um. <laughs> Please say like 2000 and. Wait, wait. Uh, it says 2014. Is that true? It was that recent. I guess that's that's why I, I was thrown off true. about Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey because like I was like they would be so much older. Did Weird. you see it? Yeah. Okay. It's like an icon. So okay, so we were talking about Haley and Selena, and then Alana was like, because maybe some people have heard that Haley wasn't very nice, and maybe some. You mean the whole world? Well, Besides you? No, no, I haven't heard that she wasn't nice in high school. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I actually went to a wedding at the same place they got married two weeks after they got married. And so we had the same staff there. And it was at uh, Montage Palmetto Bluffs. And Graham was like, oh, my God, so cool. Like, they just got married here. And then so we were asking people about them. And they were like, Justin's really nice. And then they were like, she's... And then we were like, okay, got it. So it's a little interesting. But Alana said that, and Alana said, wow. I would be an asshole too. <laughs> and then Jordan said, it's nice to grow up not that cute because then you're humble and you have to have a good personality. Yes. I mean, I'm not saying I would be an asshole if I was born looking like Haley Bieber, but I don't know. Like, I, we all know I wasn't the cutest girl in high school. Was Haley cute in high school though? Like I know she's I know she's stunning now, but there's that red carpet picture of her where she looked like the average, like awkward. Yeah. Cause you said but, you'd be an asshole of your parent if you grew up how she did. Yeah, and I was hot. And you were hot. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Duh. I mean, granted, like she did grow up in a very like not they aren't great people, like that raised her. So I guess you you are the product of who raises you. So if I was raised by asshole parents, I probably would have been an asshole. Yeah. Thankfully, my parents made sure I wasn't. <laughs> Lest we forget, her uncle is charged for manslaughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And her aunt is pretending to be from Spain, but she's from Boston. That's the one that gets me. Yeah. Hilaria. Lest we forget. Wait, what? Yeah, she, she grew up in Boston, and she's been parading around like she's a, she's from Spain with a fake accent for the past. Who knows That's the part you missed? Because that, to me, is like the only <laughs> thing I do know. Oh, wow. I actually, I did not know that. I honestly, like, Hailey Bieber has never fully amused me. I've always been a Selena fan. So I try to, like, block her out in her life. But people always do say that they, like, people who, who didn't peak in high school have great personalities. Like, they're the lucky ones because they had to build that personality. Because if you're, pr- like, people always make jokes, like, if you were pretty, you never had to try. Yeah. And, and, and do you think that you would rather peak? Well, this is obvious. You'd rather, well, 
You don't want to peak in high school because that's like behind us. And you probably didn't want to peak in college. But do you want to peak now or do you want to peak when you're like 40? I want to peak when I'm like 30 to 40. Because once you peak, do you still have something to look forward to? Or do you know your best days are behind you? I don't know. Like I, for my, my mom's genetics, she definitely peaked in her 30s. I mean, she's still stunning. But like if you look at pictures, she was like pretty and then like a showstopper. And now she's just she's pretty still. So that sounds really mean, (laughs) but like, you know what I mean? Like when you look at pictures and you're like, wow, that was like when they peaked. Mm -hmm. So I think my peak will be like in my thirties, but I think though there's still things to look forward to. I just wouldn't want to peak in high school. No, I would not want to peak in high. There were some people that that were so cute in high school and they're still beautiful, but they were ahead of the curve in high school. Yeah. And that's really real. How about not peaking more like coming into yourself? You know what I mean? Some people grow into that face. She came into herself. Like in college or post-college really came into myself. I feel like I did like this past year. I thought we decided. I thought that well, was, you're yeah, we decided but, like you were cute before that. <laughs> no, you don't think. I mean, I think I, I like the way I look now. Well, yeah, for sure. Aging backwards. <laughs> yeah. Benjamin Button. You want to do that. Yeah. No, I think people come into the, have you seen people that have puffier faces when they're younger and then something happens and they start to like slim down and they come into themselves. That was my mom. Yeah, that was my mom too. She she used to have like the rounder face and then in her late 20s, early 30s, like her face would slim. And I was like that. And now it's like still slim. It's so interesting. Yeah. Or I guess more also like pe- people perceiving you as beautiful. Ooh. That's, that's yes. I feel like that's more of like being a late bloomer. That's true. Yes, agreed. I would agree with that. And do you want to peek? I don't know. I mean, I think like 38 to 40 would be cool. That's a little later. I'm be, down for that. Your husband would, act like you're not married. Your, your future husband would love that. Lucky husband. <laughs> Graham would love that. Like I, I follow this girl. I think she's insane. I don't even want to say her name, but she, <laughs> I can't even like admit that I follow her, but she is like 36 and I'm like, you just got 20 times hotter than you. And she was hot back in the day. You know who is like that? Who? Anne Hathaway. She is like that. Mm-hmm. She is just like that. How old is she right now? Fact checker. <laughs> Wait, sorry, who? Anne Hathaway's age. They. I just saw some. Um, uh, Julie, who did her Botox, they posted something on their Instagram. She's of, forty. So thirty-eight. She really started to yeah. like of their like favorite transformations, and Anne Hathaway was one. And I looked at the pictures, and I was like, I think she's aging backwards. Mm-hmm. And she kind of was like stagnant for like eight years. Yeah. Like she looked the same. Stagnant. She was stunning, but she looked the same. Yeah. And then something happened recently. We were like, whew. Um, she's kind of like the George Clooney's of the world. The Tom Cruise's of the world. Yes. The. There's not, like there's not a lot of. Remember how we talked about men aging. Men aging. Or how do we phrase that in the Miami episode with the Silver Fox? Like men aging is a good thing. Like women have it harder. Mm-hmm. Like she's almost one of those women who aging is good for her. I agree. Like I wonder in silver Fox's case, what'd you look like at 25? What did, what, what did he look like? Yeah. Like, do you think he like, you know what I mean? Like, I think sometimes there are, you're right. There are guys like that, that w- with age get better looking. Yeah. Like George Clooney was attractive when he was younger, but he is like 
stunning now. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Do you know that guys, so like there's some girls that will shave their face because guys, the reason that some guys don't wrinkle is because they shave every day and so they're constantly sloughing off like the top layer of skin. So my skin is so perfect. You shave your face? Yeah. I have to shave the peach fuzz. The whole thing? With a razor? No, you guys know like the little, yeah. like the micro blading? Is that what it's called? Oh, okay. Yes, that. I microblade my face like once a week. Oh. And it, like genuinely, wow. I think, <laughs> yeah, it like, it's. But what about your mustache? Oh, Is it like, growing back more? I have to do that like every, like four days. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> once I start, you can't stop. You can't, you never can. But, I want to shave my neck too. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that would do me some good. <laughs> I know it's like the, the spray tan is falling off of it right now. But that's actually so valid because you're right. Men's skin is perfect. Yeah, there's girls that are like, I'll shave my neck. And it's like, why would you not? Actually, a lot of guys that I've dated in the past don't have skincare routines, but their skin is flawless. And I never really understood why. But I mean, if you look at the past guys that I've dated, they tend to have more facial hair. It's because they're shaving all the time. I bet that's why their skin is so great. No, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Less, less um, fine lines. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if um, like the like the little derma blade razor does the same thing that like an actual razor does, but I feel like it does help my skin. Oh, I bet it does. Well, it's just as long as you get off the the layer of dead skin, then you got more cell turnover. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm I'm too scared to take an actual razor to it though. I've done my neck once. Did Do you work? grow hair in any weird places? No. You keep bringing up your neck. I mean, what? I think the neck is just to get <laughs> younger <laughs> neck. I don't think she has hair. No, it's not hair. Yeah, I, I just want a younger neck. I want to tighten. Okay. I um, think we all have the same hair. It's just some people have it darker than others. Yeah. Do you guys have forearm hair? Yeah. Yes, I've been shaving my arms since I was like in sixth grade. Look See, so that. your arms will your arms will age nicely. You think? Oh, I know. If you're shaving them, yes. Nice. Okay. I have a lot of hair. I guess. Last night, someone asked me <laughs> if I was Italian. Oh. And I was like, kind of. I mean, like my my dad, his great grandmother was 100 percent Italian, so okay. I have it in me. But I'm like fully Irish and Norwegian. Hmm. But I, I took that as such a compliment. I was like, a lot of hey, what's up, <laughs> <laughs> my fellow Italian. <laughs> but I have I have dark I have darker hair and features. So you know what? No, I don't know anyone less Italian than you. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't like? Well, maybe me, I guess. But like, you don't give me like. Italian vibes. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Becomes no. obsessed with being Italian. Has one one hundredth of it in her. What's like a what's like an Italian name? Francesca. Georgina. Georgina. Uh, what's it? We need Alana. To a, Angelina. You need a new last name. Georgie. Georgie what? <laughs> Georgie. Georgie what? Like What's an Italian? Pasgrove? What's like a... <laughs> Woodruff is Italian. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, Great. Woodruffo. <laughs> uh, oh, what's an Italian? What's Woodruff an Italian name? not Italian. <laughs> Giuliani. Giuliani. <laughs> Jordan Giuliani. <laughs> Georgie. Georgie Giuliani. Georgie, Woodruff. Georgie Giuliani. Don't tell me Woodruff is Italian. Georgie Rose Giuliani. Georgie Rose Giuliani. That's cute. <laughs> That's cute. So you're gone for like a week and a half. You come back like full blown talking in Italian. I'm like, Alex, Only so eats- good to see you. <laughs> Only eat sausage and pasta. <laughs> Moved to Italy. 
obsessed. I'm start crying. Uh, I am crying. Oh my god, I'm literally crying. I'm shedding uh, tears. Yeah, same, same. I've I like. She's <laughs> like making mozzarella in your kitchen. Mozzarella. <laughs> One person asks her if she's Italian. She says yes, and then tells us Woodruff is Italian. That's a, that's insane. It's it not. Is. It's well, not. Let's look it up. We know it's not. It's not. There's no. I know because my great grandmother. Her maiden name was Italian, but she married a Woodruff who was not Italian. That's like me trying to tell you that like Bennett is Irish. It's just that it, it's not. I would believe you though. <laughs> it's old English. Woodruff? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a leaf. I wonder what? what my it's ro- a leaf. A leaf? A plant. What? Mm-hmm. I wonder what my great grandmother's maiden name was. You should ask your mom. It's my pro- dad. Ask your dad. I should. He would know. I mean, he does know. He, of course he would know. <laughs> but she was like full-blown Italian. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, Alana, we're like kind of related. And my, my great-grandmother's maiden name is Bennett. I told you this. You did tell me that. So, we're related too. We are related. Graham's my fifth brother. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We're all one big happy family. Um, In Italian. <laughs> Como stai? Thank God I have eyelash extensions. Else my mascara would be running. Well, think about me. <laughs> oh yeah, did that mascara help? By the way, it did help. My makeup, I feel like you have really helped. Graham was like, I think your makeup looks better lately, and I was like, because Jordan has me buy all these things. Did Aww. Joey do your makeup in Vegas? No. I'm sorry. That Instagram of you and Joey, you did your makeup. Do you know what I did? I took my time. Alex, you looked. I mean, you're beautiful, That's but nice. you looked. <laughs> Like, you should be on a cover of a magazine. I saw that, my jaw dropped. I set a timer. I said, 30 minutes, I'm going to spend all of this on makeup. And I'm not going to check my phone or anything. I just put on some music, and I sat there, and I, like, where I would typically blend for, like, one second, I was like, let's blend for a longer time. And I feel like it made a difference. No, it didn't just make a difference. Thank you. It changed the world. That's, wow. (laughs) I literally, my jaw literally dropped, and I was like, Joey must have done her makeup. No. It was incredible. Thank you. It's because of the products you have me get to, though. And the if you add a little extra effort. It goes a long way. Mm-hmm. I know. It, it truly is incredible what happens if I will try harder on it. Also, what was the lighting like in your hotel room when you were doing it? Was it bad? It was unreal. Oh, it was good. Yeah, it's good. Okay, because I have a theory that my makeup always looks better in hotel rooms because the lighting is so bad, so you can't really pay attention to it because mm. in Miami, my makeup, I thought, looked really good, but the lighting in the bathrooms was horrid. It was. And I really thought that like actually benefited me. <clears throat> Interesting. I I think in hotel rooms, I'm more apt to try harder on the makeup just because I'm like out of my original environment. It's like more fun. Mm-hmm. But I don't know about the lighting. That's interesting. Maybe it's because with l- the less lighting, you actually put more makeup on. You're not even realizing it. Yes. It's like stage makeup. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Which worked out in our favor in Miami. But yeah, your makeup looked so good. Thank you. I'm proud of you. You've come a long way. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying harder. I'm proud of you. Feels nice. Um, yeah. Quick pause to talk about Shady Rays. You guys, the sun is finally coming out. And that means you need stuff to protect your eyes like these awesome sunglasses. And also go on YouTube so you can see Alana and I wearing the sunglasses because they're sick. And when you put them up in your hair, like I'm doing right now, you can take them down and they don't get caught in your hair. I don't know about you, but that's like my biggest pet peeve when I wear sunglasses, especially when my hair is up in like a cute slick back ponytail. I'll put my sunglasses up, I'll take them down and they get stuck and I hate it. So that's why I love Shady Rays. 
So if you guys want Shady Rays, we have an exclusive offer for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the season. All you have to do is head to ShadyRays.com slash Tangle Free and use code MeanGirls for 30% off for their best-selling Tangle Free aviators and much more. Save before they sell out and try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. You guys, go get your Shady Rays right now. You can only meet someone as deeply as you've met yourself. Yeah. I <laughs> Dude. <laughs> wasn't my topic, so I don't know. <laughs> when I said that, Alana was like, Alana was like, say that again. Yeah, when I said it, she was like, huh? Okay, so <laughs> talking about that. <laughs> I was at the gym. You don't have the same Genesis quad, Jordan. Oh, I'm not Italian, so it's difficult for me. That's French, ho. Yeah. No, Italian. I'm from the Midwest, Alana. Coffee. Give me some coffee and bagels so I can read the next topic. Are bagels Italian? No, they're Jewish. Bagels are, I guess, Jewish. Yeah, they're Jewish. All right. I, okay. Yeah, they I don't are. know if they're like from Jewish culture, but the Jewish culture has like really owned over. them. They've yeah. claimed them like mm-hmm. we've claimed the hamburger. Yeah. yeah. And who has pizza? Italy? Mm-hmm. Italian, yeah. Italy. Or my, my you. <laughs> Your people. <laughs> Jordan's Your, people. Jordan's people have it. My great grandmother. Who has steak? Probably us. Fre- French? <laughs> Everyone. Everyone. Yeah, but isn't it like come from like an, like if you think, I guess American. Do the French have the French fry? I mean, they should. No. The French don't have the French fry? I don't think so. I don't know. It's a good question. I, I feel like everyone has French fries. Everyone has like palm frites. But, but every, it everyone has had everything. to originate in France or why would they put French in front of it? Beef Wellington, that's uh French? England? Oh. I'm like a big on the French food kick. French food is so good. It's my favorite, I think. Okay, so I was at the gym this morning and I read this somewhere and it said, you only can meet someone as deeply as you've met yourself. Wait, Belgium? Yeah. For fries? Mm -hmm. Okay, and the waffle. Mm. Mm. Um, And when I heard that, I was, it like shook me a little bit. And it's something that I've kind of been sitting with for a while and i said it and alana was like wait what did you just say and you you it hit you you i liked it and we talked about it a few episodes ago i can't remember the like the the wording around it but it was when i was talking about dating and how i can't be as upset when people i like don't like me back because it's like i'm not meeting them at the same level as me and i it just like hit me on one token i agree with it on another one i don't agree with it I agree with it in the sense of if you you can you can only meet somebody. I can't give you more than I can give myself because I won't. Yes. Ha- I don't have the emotional depth to do that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Now I do think there are people though. I think you did this with me. I think Graham does this with me. I think there are people in my life that do this with me where they actually challenge me to go deeper. So I guess we, but, but so, and then, so it still rings true because we did meet only as deep as I could go, but maybe they met me deeper or differently. Mm -hmm. So then I had to meet them and it's almost like you're challenging yourself constantly, but I do agree. Overarching theme. I agree. I can't give you more than I could ever give me. Yeah. Which I think a lot of times that people struggle with, it's kind of like matching people's energy. Like if you need a 10, you need to date someone who also is a 10, like, I'm a 10. Like, I need a lot from a relationship. I can never date a four. I'd be so disappointed and unhappy all the time. So it kind of, like, goes into that. Mm-hmm. 
And then that kind of like got us talking about relationship norms because when we were in Miami, you were talking about how you kind of like to do your own thing. And we were saying as long as like your significant other is okay also doing their own thing, like it's fine. Like why do you have to be as structured as other relationships are supposed to be and like follow all these like relationship norms? Right. Like my mom was on KFC the other day and I was listening to it and she said he – KFC said something and she said, oh, my husband's always just done what he wants. And I was like, oh, that's so funny because I'm like that. And I'm a lot like my dad. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'll go to Miami than Vegas. But Graham would never do that because he's just like so much more structured than me. But I found if I start to live for him, that's when things go bad. And when I start to live for me existing with him, that's when it's better. Mm -hmm. So like... If you think of the norms or if you think of what everyone else is doing in relationships and you start to do that, well, then you're not acting as yourself and you're living for what you think the playbook is or what other people's playbook is or what you think they want. And then you, even with friendships, like if we don't just exist as us, then there's a shelf life to that. Yeah. And you cage somebody in. I've also been thinking about this though, like, so misses, like, um, relationship, like, um, I guess I'm calling it a miss. I don't know that there's another word. But if you had a boyfriend and you were like, we're great in every aspect, but he doesn't stimulate my brain. Sex is great. So much fun. But man, like the convos aren't there. I'd be like, okay, on a scale of one to 10, like how bad of a miss is that? Whereas another person's like, they challenge me. We push each other. We, we just don't have a good sex life. Okay. Well, that's another version of a miss. How bad's that miss? And then you have to ask yourself, well, what kind of misses can you tolerate? Like, if we're grading the misses, because every relationship is going to have some version of a miss. Yeah, it's inevitable. And it could be one person is doing whatever they want, um, living spontaneously. And the other one, like you're saying, you want something with more structure, Mm -hmm. whereas some other people might not. And it's like, there's going to be always these relationship misses. And it's like, you have to ask yourself, what can you tolerate versus what can't you? I know it's really strange because when we were talking about that and you were saying like, you want, you like to do your own thing. We're like, well, if Graham's okay with it, then it's, then that's okay. Cause that's your relationship, but that's all that matters. And then I was thinking like, I don't think I could ever date someone like that. Cause I need a more structure and, more, I don't even know what the right word is. Time together. Well, you have a fear of abandonment too. Like, yeah. like time is <laughs> fully. Yeah. Time is important. To drag her. So. Yeah. Like, no, but then I also think about myself, and I'm like, I love doing my own thing all the time, and that's why it would scares me you about know, being in a relationship because I always want to do my own thing. But then I'm like, wait, well, maybe I could find a relationship where I could do my own thing. Right. But but I'm also kind of like I don't want them to do their own. Thing. Yeah, you're like they better not, but I want to. Yeah, I think it's I think it's that's that's what I'm trying. That's what I'm getting at with this whole what miss can you tolerate? Yeah, because there's gonna be one. So it's like you might rather have a not the spiciest sex life, but like a lot of time together or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like you kind of have to. I don't think you can pick it right now. Yeah, I also think it's hard because like we came from the, mid- the South and the Midwest where our relationship norms are so structured and like so old school. Mm-hmm. Where in New York, I think a lot of people do live their own lives. Like they, they coexist together. Totally. But in Minnesota, that's not the case. Like 
you're it's so traditional beyond belief so it's kind of hard for me i feel like to get out of that especially because like my parents are very traditional and my grandparents were traditional so that's something too that i'm like it's like it's okay to not have a traditional relationship and you'll still have a successful relationship if you're meeting with like meeting each other's energy needs right and i think if we try to bang ourselves into being so traditional then we're walking on a line if it, if it doesn't fit for you mm-hmm. then you're walking on a line same if same if you really truly are traditional but you're trying to live this like modern you're out of whack mm-hmm. like it's, i feel like now more than ever it's so important to be in sync with yourself because that's the only way you can establish longevity. Otherwise, you're constantly trying to be somebody else. And one day, your true self is going to come knocking and it's going to come like a freight train. Yeah. I know. I have such a hard time with that. Just like how we talked about like the, do I want the Patrick Dempsey or the Jake? Which, by the way, did you know that Jake is a character in Yellowstone? Yeah, oh, yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Someone DM'd us out and they're like, Alex, how do you not know his name? He's in Yellowstone. Well, I, well, I don't know. I'm still trying to think of John Dunn's real name right now. So, he, Oh, that's his character? No, 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 no. Um, but that's what I'm saying of like, I know, so Jake is John Dutton back in the day. Oh, God, I'm got saying it, got it. I, John Dutton is so famous in real life. What I don't know his real name. Like, I don't know Rip's real name. I know them by their names in Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah. Does anybody know John Dutton's name? Isn't it like... Isn't that Kevin Costner? Yes, thank you. Oh my god, it's driving me crazy ever since the beginning. But it's just like how I struggle with: Do I want Patrick Dempsey or do I want Jake? It's like: Do I want a structured relationship or do I want more of a non-traditional relationship? Like I never know. I'm always like in between of all these things. So when when we eliminate tradition, the option of tradition, um, it's the hardest thing I think I've encountered in a relationship. So. When you think of things traditionally, you don't have to ask yourself any questions because you know, think of a traditional life that our parents lived. Okay, then we're going to live that. Let's even let's even take it down to the crooks of the dad works, the mom doesn't. Okay, well, then I don't even need a job Mm -hmm. and he's going to work nine to five and I'm going to have the kids by 28 and I might have three, might have four, but you're not making any decisions because you're just following a path. But when you remove the path then all you have are options. And that is when it's scary because there's a lot of fear in picking one. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's nice when there's a playbook ahead of you. It's really uncomfortable when you decided that playbook might not work for you. Yeah. So maybe it's more of, I'm like, fear is kind of what's dictating my, my choice versus like, I think I want both things. I really don't. It's just, I want one, but fear is making me want to pick the other. Yeah. And the thing about fear is never fear, fear because it lies so close to love. So it's like, they're really close to each other, Mm -hmm. but you have to go through one to get to the other. And I think it's, yeah, it's so weird that you would think I wouldn't have that fear since our whole life is non-traditional with our job and everything. But I definitely, or maybe that's maybe why I am more scared because since I have a non-traditional job in life, I want more structure in a relationship. Well, and you've, you, you've seen it with your parents. Mm -hmm. They're traditional. And if your grandparents, it's the same with me and we're not, not traditional. We're just not blindly following a path. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, so it's a little different, but we had a girl DM and it was going to maybe be a listener question, but she said, like, what was it about the husband being gone for a month? She was saying that her husband's been going away for a month, and now when he gets back, she's realizing she's happier when he's gone. 
Well, at that point, I think it's time you end the relationship. That's what was so funny about yeah. it. I was like, why didn't we pick that one if you're <sighs> happier when they're gone? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a difference between loving your alone time and being happier without them. Well, and I, yeah, I was going to say, I think if, if he's gone for three days and you're like, oh my God, I really enjoyed that. Like it was nice to be by myself. Okay. You're human, mm-hmm. but a month is enough time to start to miss someone. Yes. Well, you know how we, t- a while ago we talked about like, I'll know I found my person because I always, or when this happens, like I told myself, I told myself that when I find someone I like being with more than I like being alone, then I'll know that they're my, they're my person. Because it's like, if I, the moment I start enjoying a month without my person, like then I know. A month? But Alex, I feel like you've been away for a long time. Like, have you and Graham been like talking about that? Yeah. So like Do you phone we, sex? we, <laughs> he has been having phone sex. Um, <laughs> we, when January hit, it was like, he was going to start going back to Oklahoma a pretty good amount. And I knew that. And then I also was going to be traveling a lot. So we said, like, when are we ever going to get to do this again? I always say I can't see past August. It's because I know that's my shelf life of, like, I can. So, like, we just spent nine days apart. And it's so interesting when you set that expectation, you can manage it. Had we not have sat down in January and set it, I think I'd be like, what's happening? But I knew what to expect and, like, Graham's dad called the other day and was like, you guys are traveling so much. And Graham was like, I know dad, but like, this is like our thing we're doing right now. And he's like, okay, cool. Like, cause you know, so it may, somehow it makes it easier. Mm-hmm. We'll reset the timeline then, but I know he's going to Oklahoma a pretty good amount until August. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can manage that if you know. Yeah. Um, we talk on the phone a lot. It sucks, but <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> but it's not a month. No, nine days is not nearly... And it's on and off, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's on, on and off, yeah. and, like, it's... Um, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm always okay being alone, though, too. Yeah. I don't prefer it over him by any means. Mm-hmm. It makes me appreciate my time with him more. I, I would say he might struggle with it more. But here's the thing. We're also really happy right now. So, yeah. It's just working. I feel like you've gotten... And I don't know if you've gotten better at it, but I feel like this these past few months, like you've enjoyed being alone more. I have. Like I think I find traveled. my my true self when I'm by myself. Because <laughs> you're because in Miami, you wanted to spend so much time alone, and I was like, this is difficult for me because I don't like to be alone this much. And then when you told me you're going to Dallas, and I wanted to ask you, I was like, how are you so okay just like going to Dallas completely alone? Like, it, I think I could go on a trip alone if I, it was a trip for myself and I was like, I had spa stuff planned and, and like dinners and this or that. But like, I'm like, how do you like, if someone was like, do you want to do this thing and just come alone? I'd be like, not really. This Dallas thing for me is like, um, a challenge because I don't know anyone going, I don't have like a person going with me and I'm going to have to show up to these like events alone and so then I think you're like forced to introduce yourself to people yeah. and that scares me. That's why I did it. I okay. was going to say no. And then I was like, no, no, no. Why are you saying no? Cause you don't want to. Okay. You learned something. So then I'm going do it scared. Do it scared. I know. I was, I was impressed when you said that. I was like, dang, like being able to do that alone is like, it takes like a lot of courage. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm scared to go yeah. tomorrow, but I'm excited. That's why I'm doing it. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay. On the other side is scared is happiness. So let's do it. Yeah. No. The, being able to sit alone is like the most powerful thing in the world. Agreed. Getting Agreed. better at it. Mm. 
proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm getting better at it. All right, you guys, let's pause for a quick ad by our favorite meal service, Factor. I know you guys are busy. I'm busy. Alex is busy. Alana's busy. And you know what I don't have time for? Cooking, food, and meal prepping. So that's why I love meal prep services like Factor. They're great. They're easy. They're on the go. You can literally get protein-packed meals, calorie-smart meals, any type of meal or food you want, they have. And they're so easy. They're fresh. They taste wonderful. And that's why I love Factor. Also, the best part with Factor is you get to skip the grocery store. You get to skip the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning up. Factor is fresh, never frozen, meals ready in just two minutes. So so all you have to do is heat and enjoy them. You guys, like I said, I love them. They save me so much time. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavored meal pack delivered to your door. So to get Factor, head to factormeals.com slash mean50 and use code mean50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code mean50 at factormeals.com slash mean50 to get 50% off your first meal. Okay, so I wanted to ask if this has ever happened to you guys. I, I guess like in your relationship too, but I was... Fucking? No! <laughs> Is that, was that with your... <laughs> The complete opposite. I'm dead. I'm dead. And Alex <laughs> shaking, thing. shaking a shacker's hand goodbye. <laughs> Alex said the same thing. She was like, "Did you just kiss a boy the other day?" I'm like, "Different thing, guys." No, I was sober. Um, I was eating or having drinks with the guy uh, the other day, and usually my past, like, I'm like, if this went anywhere, I'd be okay with it. But the thought of it going anywhere because we were like sober, pretty much, freaked me out. And then you asked me a question, like, didn't you just make out with the guy? And I was like, yeah, I was black out. Okay, I, I didn't get this when you mentioned it earlier. I think I get it now. Or I have some follow-up questions. Yeah. Are you saying the thought of, like, kissing him grossed you out because you didn't like him? Or are you saying if he took you back and you were sober, you were wondering your ability to be intimate and, like, be with a guy? The second one. He did not gross me out. He was very attractive. Okay. I was just, it very much scared me. It was almost like I I had never done it before. Scared you because of, like, lack of skills? Like, lack of ability? Like, <laughs> not, like, skills, but, like, were you like, oh, I'm, am, am I going to be good enough in bed? Like, is that no. what we're saying? Or is it like, I don't want to touch him? No. <laughs> she thought she was going to suck. She's scared. I'm actually a virgin. She's I was laughing the entire time. I've never touched a boy in my entire life. Do you ever question, though, like, that? Like, are you like, am I going to be... No, not really. It was more of just like... Have you ever been so bad? No. So you're confident in your skills? (laughs) Okay. Okay. But Jordan, I feel like you don't like hooking up with people that you just met. Yeah, but it was like, oh, it was just weird. It was almost like the idea of it in general, like, terrifies me. Like, is terrified the right word? Like, I don't want it. Okay, but are you scared? What scared you about him being like, do you want to go back to my apartment? What scares you? Oh, he asked you? No, 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 no. Um... I don't know. It was just so weird because it's not like I, cause like, I don't know. Like, cause to answer your question, have I ever felt that like with Graham, have I ever been scared? No. Maybe scared isn't the right word. Um, more just like Un- uninterested. Not even that. It was just like a weird, <sighs> like a foreign territory almost. Like I was like, what? I wouldn't even, what? No, I don't know. It was just weird. It was like something I haven't experienced in a very long time. Lack of desire? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. It was. Just, it could be. Did it seem like a lot of effort to do it? Or were you like, I don't want to do that? 
Well, and it wasn't it wasn't like a him thing. It was just like I thought about it with him, and then all of a sudden, in general, I just thought about it in life, and I was like, no, there's not really anyone who would who I would be interested in that right now. Like no one or nothing. It was almost like I like. <laughs> my, my sexuality just like turned off okay okay so i don't think it's scared i think it's like numb or yeah like, just like un no like why would i that's like somebody right now saying do you want to go out to a party tonight yeah i'm not scared of that but absolutely not yeah no desire yeah yeah maybe it's more of that not even no desire like i have no desire to go run a marathon right now but like when you mentioned me going to a party i feel hate almost towards that yeah <laughs> okay so it's like that yeah mm. it was just the weirdest thing i was like eh. but not uh, but like uh-uh just like uh, no okay not interested and to the tune of like not doing it like you you could you couldn't you could persuade me slightly to maybe go on a run but you're not getting me to a party which one is it you're not getting me to a party okay so yeah. it's it's distaste towards yeah because like in the past, I've been drinking, so this is like more like sober, and I haven't really thought about it sober in a long time. And I was just like, mm-mm, mm-mm. it could be because like I'm still like hurt from past relationships. Totally, I never really thought about it like that, but I'm like, yeah, maybe. Well, I think there's definitely a lesson to be learned from it because that's well, it was good of you to catch that. Yeah, but it's interesting that it's not like. It's not a skill thing. It's not a he grossed me out thing. No, no. It's not a, I didn't think he was cute. No, very attractive, very confident in my skills. It's a you thing. It was a me thing. Yeah. It's an emotion, though. And I was just like, no, Mm-mm. not into it. Not today. Rather just go home and lay in bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, if that's, and that's what you craved, truly was going home and laying in bed? No, no, but like, even when you were in Miami, I wasn't even like desiring it there either. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Right. But, like, I wasn't, like... Because usually I'm, like, ooh. Boys. Yeah. But yeah. I wasn't. Do you think you're just unsubscribing to boys right now? Because you I did don't... have, like... You did invite someone back to your hotel room and just slept. <laughs> I L- didn't Like, you just had a sleepover. I didn't invite. <laughs> oh. <laughs> barged in. No, I'm just kidding. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. It's so funny because, like, I'm so open to dating right now. But, like, I am kind of unsubscribed. Oh, but the open to dating, I feel like, is a is a start. Yeah, I feel like you could be. I feel like it could hit you in two weeks. You'd be like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm just like so obsessed with boys, and like I'm feeling so sexual. But like right now, I feel like you're like no. You know what it is too. I'm like really trying not to let, um, like boys affect my emotions. Like kind of like in Miami, like letting someone what they say to me like totally affect my emotion. And honestly, maybe that kind of like triggered something. Could have shut you off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, Actually, now they think of it, that probably was the case. Okay, that's good intel right there. So that that hurt you at dinner. Yeah, a boy's response, and so fully, yeah, put you put you into a different mode. So maybe, yeah, maybe now you have a wall for a second. Yeah, maybe the wall just shot back up, and that's okay. It's good to recognize a wall. Wait, that's actually that's see, that's my favorite thing about talking to you guys. Like, I figure out my problems. We <laughs> cheaper than therapy. I know it's like my <laughs> second therapy session of the week. <laughs> okay, so yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it's just a wall. Okay, I like that. Yeah, but I'm still open to dating. Very much so. It feels like that. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're down to go on the dates, but you might not want to go back to their place afterwards. Yeah, which is probably for the best. And you're protecting yourself. Yeah, because like Julio said, don't have sex with them on the first date. Don't give it all up. Mm-mm. Yeah, I agree with that. Leave a Did little you? taste, little dangle on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog treat. I like that. Okay, well, speaking of Miami, in Miami we had a dinner on Friday night. We were both very tired. Mm-hmm. 
and we met down at the bar and you said, I said, I'm probably not going to dinner. And you said, I feel bad canceling. And I thought when I got back up to my hotel room, I thought how interesting because there's a difference between canceling plans arbitrarily for no reason, Mm -hmm. just out of like lack of not wanting to go. But in this case, I felt like we needed to not go to protect ourselves. Yeah. After you said that to me, I felt more okay with it. I could tell you how to switch when I said we need to take care of ourselves right here. Mm -hmm. Because I was like on the verge of a anxiety attack. Like I was so unwell that last day in Miami. And I was just really like, I was like, I, well, I needed, I knew I had Vegas on the horizon. So I was like, we need to just go to bed. But like, what do you think about, cause you're anti-cancel. Yes. So I, I'm like a restaurant. If it's before 24 (laughs) hours, I think it's more okay. But I just feel so bad when it's less than 24 hour notice because it's different if there's a group of us. Like, if it was, like, five of us and I canceled, we'd be like, fine, because, like, they still have each other. But when it's one-on-one, I feel so bad because I'm like, why don't I just, like, leave them in the dust? Like, and then what are they going to do the rest of the night? What if they were, like, waiting and looking forward to that? Right. I think being single, it's, like, changed my outlook because I've been canceled on before. And then I'm like, well, pfft, I don't have, like, a husband or a boyfriend I can go back and hang out with. Like, I'm just stuck alone. But when I was in a relationship, I actually was more okay canceling. Because I was a little bit more blinded by it. Because I was like, well, I'll cancel on you. But I need to take out my boyfriend. Right. One. Well, and then, and then we were supposed to do the vlog tonight. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting because I was like, I don't know. I wasn't going to cancel it because I thought you wouldn't want me to cancel it. Mm-hmm. And then you said, it was the craziest thing I've ever heard you say it. You go, can you just cancel? And I was like, she's okay with me canceling it. I was exhausted. I'm still exhausted from Miami. Don't you think the world's tired right now, though? Let's talk about that. Everyone's yeah. everyone is in that. It's so funny because we're all unique, but we're actually all a lot alike. I feel like the world comes in waves. And Alana had a good point. Like the end of March is the best because we're getting the sunshine after this. But like mm-hmm. right now, don't you kind of feel like we're like, oh my god? Well, not to blame it on oh. the Virgo full moon. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I won't go there. I won't go there. I won't go there. But I will. Um, <laughs> No, it, it's we're all just really tired right now. I want to get my tarot cards read. Can I go with you? Yes. Oh my god! Wait, are you serious? I'm d- yeah. What's the shift? Why? I don't know. I just have. I, I felt like I wanted to do it back in December. I want to do it again. Okay. Ooh, fine. I know. I've never done that. I don't think. Should we all go? That would be really. I fun. want like a legit one too, though. Like yeah. I want. I want it, and I want to pay attention. Like one time we were at employees only, and they were doing it in the corner. I don't want to do that. I want to go to like a person. Yeah. You need, to, you need to do some research because, like, New York is very oversaturated with psychics and tarot card readers. So you have to make sure that they're legitimate and they're good. Um, I've gotten my cards read and my future read so many times. And I would say there's probably just, like, one person that I felt like I connected with. Okay. The other was just bullshit. I bet there's some good ones, though. Like, so in Chinatown, there's some, mm. um, like, aura readers and stuff. I, I bet you can find some good tarot card readers, like... Maybe down, maybe in like Chinatown or something. Is that better than a psychic, right? Well, they're different things. So a psychic's going to read your future like they're going to f- feel your energy. And the thing with a psychic is that they claim that the future that they read, it can change at any point because every single oh. decision you make in your life will change your future. Okay. Where a tarot card reader, they're like pulling cards and they're like reading your future based off of the cards that they're pulling. I don't know if one is more accurate than the other, but you're going to get like different stories. What about a medium? So that's like if you have a ghost and they can, they can talk to people who have passed away in your life. Uh, okay. Is there another option? An astrologist? 
Maybe. I think an astrologist is the most legitimate because it's based off of your actual birth. And, like, I'm not kidding you. I am so freaked out by how accurate my astrologists have, like, they've read my charts, too. And, like, your charts don't change because the charts are based off of your birth. Okay. And, like... Okay. I would recommend that, but you're going to hear some freaky stuff. All right. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, maybe we'll, I don't want the psychic that to me with each step, it could change. I'm not into that. I, I've had, I think I've had my future read three or four times and nothing has come true. And my birth chart read everything has come true. Like freaky, like even like told me about my past relationships to a T. Wow. I mean, you've heard the stories. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. Juicy. Yeah. Tarot cards. I'm like indifferent about, that's probably the last thing I'd want to do. Oh, you get your palms red. Oh, I know I can't. <laughs> uh, maybe, you, maybe not you. Maybe not you. <laughs> She'd be like, oh, I can't actually read that. Tarot cards are just boring because they flip a few cards and they're like, oh, this is going to happen. And you're like, this is it? Okay, I don't want that. It's very broad. I'll go see somebody else like a live yeah. reader. I feel like that's yeah, fun. Yeah. That would be very fun, actually. All right, let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors, Movement. You guys, life's too short to settle for the same old things. Movement keeps your look and lifestyle fresh with clean watches at a price that won't make you break your bank. Fresh modern designs by a team of weekend mavericks who know what it means to go from a 9 to 5 workday to a 5 to 9 good time and every adventure in between. So you guys all know we live this very fast-paced life. We go from work to happy hours to going out with our friends to going on dates. And the biggest thing for me is not only the clothes that I'm wearing, but the jewelry and the watches that I'm wearing. So that's why I love movement so much because it's a watch I can wear into the office. It's a watch I can go to happy hour with. I can go on a date with because it's so nice and elegant and it doesn't break the budget. So it's literally a watch for all occasions, which is my favorite part. So if you guys want to shop Movement Watches with confidence, make your everyday sidekick for life's adventure at Movement. Get 20% off at NVMT.com and use code MEAN. That's NVMT.com, and that is code MEAN for 20% off. Well, I feel like we haven't had a listener question in a long I know, time. It's actually, <laughs> Okay, ready? This week's <gasps> listener question. My friend and her fiancé bought a house together over the summer. She is yet to move in. She barely spends three nights a week there. Their wedding is this September. She said she doesn't want to move in because she's worried she will get tired of him. Red flag? Question mark? Oh, actually, my first question would be, I would like to know what her parents' relationship was like. (laughs) Because you would be afraid to move in with somebody if you saw that your parents were really tired of each other or got divorced because of that. You would be scared. Mm, True. I was so excited to move in because I thought my parents were always so cute and happy at home. And so I was like, okay, that's fun. My question is, like, what does she expect to happen when they're married and they live together? Like, wouldn't you rather realize, wouldn't you rather know you're tired of them before you get married than afterwards? They use this as a trial period. Yeah, but she's probably scared of finding out that and then having to deal with it. I think a lot of people in life are scared of facing, cleaning off the mirror and being like, so you're telling me. I'm yeah. going to be sick and tired of this person and I have to call it off. And you made a good point with her parents and not just her parents. She could have other examples in her life who live together and hate living together. Yeah, because if you get good examples of things, you start to want those things. But if you get bad examples of them, you resent them. How many people yeah. do you think get engaged and then are like, oh, no, this is not right. And then but just like do it anyway. Everyone. <laughs> a lot, a lot of just kidding. A lot of people. I bet because yeah, well, that's what this kind of making me think of like they got engaged but she knows it's not right 
Okay, I feel like I, I feel like to this point, there's category number one where you get engaged because you're trying to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. So then you put a Band-Aid on it, and then you let the uh, – you probably have a quick engagement, and you let the mustard of being engaged overshadow. Same thing with having a kid. You're like, well, let's just have a kid because then we'll have something to look forward to. Mask the pain, move on. You're afraid of it. Or I think you get engaged and because she wants to get engaged. I think we see that a lot. People are like – the girl's like, timeline, Fully. so you do it. And then maybe that's where we were talking earlier about removing tradition. Like, okay, traditionally when you get engaged, you don't call it off. You, you get married anyways. Yeah. So then you would just ignore all the signs. You're like, once we're married, it'll be better. And then I think there's people that get engaged and are truly happy. I think that totally exists. Yeah. Yeah, because think about like when you move in with someone – it's harder to break up because you already moved in when you're engaged. It's harder to end the relationship because you're engaged. Like it's just such a strong milestone and we don't, it's not normal in society to end things once you're at that milestone. So people just stay with that person. They're like, I'll just settle and be comfortable versus like shaking it up and maybe seeing if the happiness is on the other side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you have to ask yourself at that point, if you're engaged, do you want to disappoint yourself or do you want to disappoint everyone else around you yeah and that's really tough to have to do that that's a huge fear though like um getting sick of the person that you're married to especially like living with them like that's i've said it before like that's kind of why me and my five-year relationship ended because once we lived together i was like no i'm just bored totally yeah so i think she needs to live with him and see if they can make it work before they get married I think she needs to tell him. I think she needs to say, I'm afraid to move in with you because I'm afraid of what's going to happen when I do. Yeah, I wonder if it's a full fear that's never even happened or if she actually does get tired of him quite often. Right. Because if it's the second one, for sure, have that combo. And if, well, have the combo both ways. But if it's the second one, you're better. Like, it'll, I think they have hope for it working. Yeah, and what if he's like, babe, we're going to be fine. I know why you're scared because your parents, I got you. You're not going to get sick and tired of me. And she might be like, okay, I just needed to like break it up and talk about it. Yeah. She's, I think she's got to tell him. She has to. There's no way that they can continue this relationship if that's her fear. Because she's going to have that fear just forever then. And you know what else about this? This fear is okay. I think like a lot of people think that their fears are like not valid. But it's like she has every right to be afraid of this and every right to tell him. Yeah. Especially if she grew up seeing that. Totally. Even if, Yeah, like it's like... I think there's like some shame around it because you're like, did I pick the wrong person? And it's like, no, it's okay. Yeah. Also, I think a lot of people are scared of that. Very much so. Like, I know I'm going to be scared of it. Like, were you scared when you, before you moved in with Mike? Um, not really. I was excited. Okay. But my, like you said, my parents have fun at home. Same. Yeah. When Graham and I first got married, he would come home. And he was, like, afraid to walk in the door because he was afraid of what, what mood I would be in. Cause Why did you – did you – were you in bad moods often or – I was always in a good mood. Oh. He grew up coming home to a bad mood. Oh. So he would walk in the door and he'd be like – and so my therapist told me, like – so then I would go over and I still do it to this day. When he walks in the door, I go give him a hug. So he knows, like, safe space, good mood. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's like that. I would be like, why the fuck would you be afraid to walk in the door? Like, my parents would walk in and be like, I'm home. Yeah. But it's like – could stem from it mm-hmm. that's interesting yeah oh. i bet i bet it does stem from family then for sure she just needs to talk to him she gotta tell him yeah communication key it's all we have that's all we have and on that note 
do what you do best. This is, I love this episode. I know it's yeah. fun. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already told you to watch on YouTube. I hope they watched on YouTube so they could see us crying. Same. We were crying laughing because Jordan's Italian. <laughs> um, Please some, call me Georgie. Jor- Georgie, La- Georgie Rose? What Georgie Rose Juliana. Jo- Where did you Georgie, Georgie Juliana? from? That's my drunk happy. Okay, that's what I thought. I turned into an old man. Georgie. Georgie. Or what's the other one? Jessica. 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 Like Georgie is an Italian man. That's right. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We love you. Bye.